This is an unscripted prologue to this week's episode. Wanted to just jump in here, say a quick hello, say I was just anxious to get this episode out, or this half episode as we're calling it. Uh, and so it's a little rough around the edges, it's not cleanly edited, but I wanted to get it out nonetheless. So I am going to be honest, I'm sitting on pins and needles waiting to hear about the birth of my sixth grandchild, even as I'm recording this. I have a couple of kids here sleeping, and it's just been a busy week. So with no further ado, welcome to this week's edition of Poet Kind Podcast 5.5 or half 11. Welcome to this week's edition of Poet Kind Podcast. We've hit episode 11, and we are so grateful to all of our listeners and followers. We're humbled by your support, your kind words from week to week. We're also grateful to those of you who have been submitting. This is probably the most exciting part. We love to engage and provide opportunities, so please, please keep those submissions coming. We're looking forward to having some great readings of original works by the poets themselves, as well as new interviews and book reviews coming up. Stay tuned. This week's episode, or half episode, that we're dubbing 5.5, has become somewhat of a Pandora's box for me. When I originally came up with the idea of discussing beauty for the podcast, I didn't realize just how complicated it was going to become. I hadn't expected to encounter as many difficulties with beauty in the world of poetry as I would have had in the world of visual art. It's almost as fraught and polemic as it is in the visual world. Some of you listeners out there may already know that I am a visual artist by training. I've spent a long time battling it out in the beauty arena when it comes to what is considered quote-unquote beautiful. I still remember what I thought was beautiful before I studied, and if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I don't consider those same things as beautiful anymore. I've learned that what our understanding of beautiful is supposed to be is formed often by the culture we live in, more than a true understanding of absolute beauty. What I'm going to do, and typically you're not supposed to do this in papers or in uh, dialogue, I'm going to just read you a couple of definitions. I'm going to start with the Merriam-Webster definition of beauty. The quality or aggregate of qualities in a person or thing that gives pleasure to the senses or pleasurably exalts the mind or spirit. A woman of great physical beauty. A thing of beauty is a joy forever, John Keats, which we'll be reading in just a minute. A beautiful person or thing, especially a beautiful woman. A particularly graceful, ornamental, or excellent quality. Okay, now we're going to move on to the Oxford English Dictionary. A combination of qualities such as shape, color, or form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. I'd argue with that. A combination of qualities that pleases the intellect. That's perhaps my favorite definition. Again, a beautiful woman. An excellent example of something. Pleasing or attractive features of something. Now, I find it interesting that both Merriam-Webster and Oxford English rely so heavily on women as a definition of beauty. In my opinion, it contributes to the misuse of the term 
and it also helps cement divisions that I feel shouldn't exist. But that's a whole nother party for a whole nother day. I'm not going down that road right now. What I am going to leave you with is those definitions. Sit with them a while. How does your definition compare? What is your take on beauty, on beautiful? I want you to think about it. Next, we're going to head into this week's reading from John Keats Endymion, Book One. We'll focus only on a portion of the longer piece, but which begins with one of the most recognizable and oft-quoted lines of poetry. In fact, good old Merriam-Webster used it to help define beauty without truly defining beauty. Endymion, Book One, by John Keats, Stanzas One and Two. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. Its loveliness increases. It will never pass into nothingness but still will keep a bower quiet for us and a sleep full of sweet dreams and health and quiet breathing. Therefore, on the morrow, we are weaving a flowery band to bind us to the earth, spite of despondence, of the inhuman dearth of noble creatures, of the gloomy days, of all the unhealthy and o'er-darkened ways made for our searching. Yes, in spite of all, some shape of beauty moves away the pall, from our dark spirits, such the sun, the moon, trees, old and young, sprouting a shady boon for simple sheep, and such are daffodils with the green world they live in, and clear rills that for themselves a cooling covert make, gainst the hot season, the mid-forest break, rich with a sprinkling of fair musk-rose blooms, and such, too, is the grandeur of the dooms we have imagined for the mighty dead, all lovely tales that we have heard or read, an endless fountain of immortal drink, pouring unto us from the heaven's brink. Nor do we merely feel these essences, for one short hour, no, even as the trees that whisper round a temple become soon dear as the temple's self, so does the moon, the passion posy, glories infinite, haunt us till they become a cheering light unto our souls, and bound to us so fast that whether there be shine or gloom or cast, they always must be with us or we die. That's it for this week's edition of Poet Kind Podcast. Next week, I'm going to introduce some philosophy around the idea of beauty and hopefully some commentary from you out there. I would love to hear your take on beauty. What does it mean for something to be beautiful? How do you define it? Is there something as real as absolute beauty? which is a clue to next week's episode that we're going to call Full on 11. I really would like to hear from you, so email us at poetkindpodcast at gmail.com. Comment on the episode post on Instagram or dialogue a little with us on Twitter. You can find us at poetkindpodcast, all one word, on both Instagram and Twitter. We're also interested in what you are interested in. Want to recommend a poet, a book, a writer, or even a theme for an episode? We're all in. Just share your ideas with us. And did you know that Poet Kind is listener supported? We're just getting started and you can help us grow with your monthly subscription support. Our supporters receive behind the scenes newsletters, access to giveaways, unpublished material, and are in the know with what's ahead for Poet Kind. You can visit anchor.fn backslash poetkindpodcast and click on the support button. You can also show us some love by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks again. Have a great week. And until next time, read good poetry and write great poetry.